missed it, download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957therock app. I need your clothes, <laughs> your boots, and your motorcycle. Wow. <laughs> Uh, the Consumer Electronics Show in Vegas starts today, runs through Friday, Shaw. This is where all the new gadgets are unveiled. New gadgets yeah. make their way into the uh, into the ether so that the regular people can find out about them. Already we've seen this new Alexa toilet. Have you heard about this? I've heard Alexa about it. Toilet? It's a voice-activated bidet that works mm-hmm. with Alexa, and apparently like the super-duper model, the version... Yeah. The the heavy duty one is like eleven grand to get it installed. Apparently it's got speakers in like, dude, what are you doing? I'm going in there, I'm pooping, I'm wiping, I'm getting the hell out. Five, ten minutes at the most, if I'm lucky. Okay. But apparently this yeah. So the Alexa uh has obviously like AI sort of attached yeah. to it, so it can look at your rectum. And see if you diagnose need, medical problems. Well, it can sift through your poop. We've seen these toilets, right, where they sort of maybe kind of diagnose you maybe having some troubles, right? Like, hey, I noticed you're not getting enough like fiber all the time. Yeah, <laughs> like every day. Yeah, Shaw, the, nobody needs that much time. Right. Well, think of it like an Apple Watch, right? People that wear the watches that keep track of their sleep Here's patterns and their Here's breathing and slept, their yeah. yeah. This poop thing can keep an eye on your insides, and it can wash your backside. Apparently voice activated. Like, hey, I think you missed a spot. <laughs> Thank you, Dave. <laughs> uh, already we have found out about that. We've also found out about LG and their new see-through television. I haven't heard about this one. Uh, it's called OLEDT. The T stands for transparent. And when it's off, uh-huh. you can see right through it. Oh, that freaks me out. I kind of understand that. So if big. it's like taking up a big space above your whatever on your wall and you don't want it to necessarily be this TV when people walk in, but you want to be able to watch it. They claim getting rid of that big black yep. rectangle makes the whole room whole, uh, mm-hmm. whole room feel bigger. So. It sure does, yeah. I'm fine with the TV the way it is. I, it takes up a lot of space because I got a lot of space to take up. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. <laughs> TV. Doing your job. Uh, there's also this one is interesting, Shaw. I'd like to see the uh, I'd like to see the the way this thing works. Mm-hmm. Uh, I worked in kitchens for a long, long time, and obviously, you know, when you're cooking, um, sometimes it takes a while, right? Slow cooking meats and, and and smoking and all those things, but sometimes you don't have an hour and a half to wait for a cake or a loaf of bread. You want you want to get a cake in four minutes, <laughs> like the Easy Bake Oven, right? Right. Which didn't cake. take four minutes; it was more like an hour. Because it was just this, like, 25-watt light bulb. Uh, there's a new brand, or maybe not a new brand, but there's a brand called Sevy, S-E-V-V-Y, that has a new oven that's apparently as fast as a microwave. Oh. And they claim it doesn't huh? give chicken or other meat that rubbery texture like a microwave does, where it zaps all I know the, what you're talking the about. liquid out of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They say you can also bake in it and supposedly make a cake in under four minutes. So it's like an so air like, fryer on steroids? Once it gets up to temperature, you just stick that batter in there, and it's done in four minutes huh. or less? Like a cake cake? What temperature is it cooking at? A thousand I have, degrees? I have no idea. I mean, I've seen Tommy Babs cook a pizza in 90 seconds. It's because yeah, he's got a 650-degree oven. Well, and it's a thin crust pizza, you know what I mean? So it doesn't take as long to cook all that dough or whatever, but still. I mean, a cake requires time. Interesting. So we thought. 
And then this one might be the most uh, applicable, I think, for people. The one that most people would want to have at their house. Now, our cat is strictly indoors, Mr. Cricket. But when I was younger, Kitty, the cat that my parents owned, was an indoor-outdoor cat. And Kitty was known to catch things and bring them home. Nice. Mm-hmm. You ever Look wake up got. with a dead mouse in your house, Sean? Nope. Look what From I got cat? for you. Gene, your cat's indoors? They're indoors. Yeah. Well, if you have an indoor-outdoor cat, you know they like to present you with presents. And there is a, a couple of brothers from Switzerland who came up with a new cat door called Flappy that prevents cats from bringing dead mice inside your house. How? Well, they put AI on the... Oh. On the door that can detect a dead animal in your cat's mouth and not let them in until they drop it. So the door is essentially <laughs> controlled by the AI. I woke up in the morning and saw a decaptivated mouse in front of my door. And while eating breakfast, I kind of noticed that, hey, I can do something about it. We can create a product which we saw that no one has done before and we can like help people solve this problem. So whenever your cat comes uh, back inside, we check its face and we automatically see whether it carries prey or like wants to bring you a gift, um, which then triggers Flappy or our cat door to lock its door and prevent your cat from coming back inside. And essentially after trial and error, the cat learns, okay, I got to drop this mouse before mm-hmm. the door opens up and Flappy, the new cat door. Cat in the wall, eh? Not yet, but maybe we can have an anti-cat in the wall Flappy, Shaw. It's not the worst idea I've heard. Oh. I bet it flattened itself out. Went right through a seam in your wall. <laughs> Have they taken that into context yet? Right. Into account? Have they figured out if the seams are are wide enough for the cat to flatten itself out and get in there with the mouse? Is your cat making too much noise all the time? We've already got all the cat gadgets we need. Thank you, Mr. Charlie Day. Kitten mittens, Shaw. That's right. But yeah, Flappy. You got a cat that constantly brings home dead birds and animals and stuff. You don't want them in your house. It's not a bad solution. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out how I would need a cake in four minutes. Because <laughs> you need it now. I know. Like, well, bam, I make it, and then I, it's done. I forgot to make cupcakes for my daughter's I class. That. I do get that. And they've got to cool before I can frost them, and i got to be there and the thing. But, or, or I can buy them. Or I can go to festival. <laughs> or, or, you get the, or you get the cake made, and it's the wrong picture on there. You know what I mean? Like, how many times have we heard stories about that where people freak out at the grocery store because they get a cake? And it's not, and it's got a misspelling. A, make a four-minute cake. I need a cake ASAP. I, A-S-A-F-P, I Shaw. can't wait for this chicken. This has got to be done in right? 30 seconds. Maybe you're a content creator on OnlyFans, sure. and uh, a special request I, comes I across the line that I, I want you to put this cake inside your body somewhere. Well, I can't, I don't have cake, but in four minutes I could have cake. Can you wait four minutes? When the air Bam. fryer isn't enough. Cake Shaw. right up inside my body. Yeah. No? Let it cool first. Maybe they don't want it to cool off. It's just... They want hot cake up there. We can't wait for anything. <laughs> well, cake farts. Remember, we had yeah. cake farts. I need you to fart on that cake. All right. Well, hold on a minute. Give me four minutes. I'll have a cake ready mm. for you. Fresh, hot, steamy. <laughs> steamy cake farts. Shaw, no? Mm. You remember cake farts? I don't, thankfully. Remember pudding farts? No. Oh, my God. Am I the only one who ever went on the internet yeah. around here? Apparently. All right. Who the hell are you guys? It's the best of the morning sickness. Brought to you by Krat Lumber. Only on 95.7 The Rock. I know nothing about any of this stuff. I just saw it yesterday and I had to tell you all about it. Tell me all about it. 
Wrote a song about it. Like to hear it. Here it goes. I don't know where I was or how this popped into my feed. Okay. This guy tore his sack. Tore his sack. I think I tore my sack. He did tell. He did for sure. A year after tearing his groin clean off. So I don't think it was the outer parts. I think it was the inner parts. But he tore his groin right off his pelvis while riding a bull. Go ahead. Did they put, did they? I don't know what the hell they did. I have no idea. All I know is I saw that and I was just, as a man, I was in pain. You hear words like groin and pelvis and tear and you're just like, nope. Yep. Don't want any of that in my life. But a year after tearing his groin clean off. Is he back on the bull? Is that the thing? Blow your head clean off. At the Madison Square Garden World Champion Bull Rider, Daylon Swearingen. I think that's how you say his name. I probably butchered that. <laughs> Returned to the world's most famous arena over the weekend, seeking another 24 thrilling seconds atop a ferocious beast. Kids from New York said, last year here, I actually tore my groin off my pelvis. What? Groins are like a pretty big injury. Not a lot of people tear them all the way off. Not a lot of people tear them all the way off. I know a lot of people I've never heard of anybody (laughs) that I know personally having their groin torn completely off their pelvis. So is it just... Floating around? I don't know. I, again, I, I I didn't do a lot of deep diving on this. I didn't really want to find out. I'll just I read the story and I was like, I, I must share this with you. Uh, this kid's 24, suffered the gruesome injury in round two of the professional bull riders uh, crown jewel event of its Unleash the Beast series. Riders must hang on to the bull for a full eight seconds, just like Luke Perry in that movie. Uh, to gain points towards millions of dollars in prize money, he says, quote, I had a partial tear, and then all of a sudden, it tore completely. That put me out for about six months. What? I don't know. What Again, do you it's, mean? I, I think it's like, you know, like a tendon, right? It's on the inside. Or my groin off my pelvis. I don't, I, when I first saw it, I was like, this kid's, he tore his sack. But then I read more, and it's not so much that. But still, it's. Six months. Sounds vicious. This happens all the time. It's detachable. It's detachable. It's off my pelvis. A lot of the time, I can leave it home when I think it's going to get me in trouble. Or I can rinse it out. It takes a long time for that to heal, doesn't it? I mean, that's... A- yeah, he said six months, but he's back on the bull, apparently. Doing it all over again. Didn't get enough the first time. Get it tore his other one. I had a partial tear, and then all of a sudden it tore completely. It's partially torn off, and then... Yeah. Next thing you know, it was completely torn right? All I know is I winced in pain when I saw the headline and then read more about it. It doesn't sound fun. <clears throat> Brian, Gene, and Shaw get their best stuff every Saturday morning. Brought to you by Krat Lumber. Good morning. Good morning to you, too. Fries and Shaw. The best of the morning sickness. Only on 95.7. The Rock. Take this job and shove it. I ain't working here no more. I believe all three of us have hired people before. Correct. Am I, am I correct? Sure. I haven't done it in a long, long time. When I did it, I was managing a t-shirt shop at a mall, so it wasn't like <laughs> it wasn't like I was hiring for some high-level business executive. 
It was more like, can you work on Saturday from 10 until 2? Okay. Do you mind getting paid four twenty-five an hour for that? Okay. By the way, I can't come in tomorrow. I'm sick. Yeah, right. <laughs> hmm Hiring, though, difficult. Especially nowadays. And according to a recent survey of HR managers, one in five employers have seen a Gen Zer do this at a job interview. A Gen Zer. Which one is that? Is that your kids? Mm-mm. What's Gen Z? 20-ish? Early 20s? Have I think so. seen them do... This in an interview. What is this? Uh, Scroll through their phone. One in five employers have seen a Gen Zer do this at an interview. What is it? Yawn. Clip their nails. Clip their nails? Feet or, or hands? I don't know. This would be... What, when was Hannah born? What year? I don't know. Well, she's got to be like yeah, 27, 28. I, I stumble on this all the time. She's 27 years old. 26 through 2010 is the Gen Zer. So, like, so Hannah, yeah, that's her. Hannah. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Hannah. So, Hannah, what would Hannah do at a job interview? Oh, Hannah, don't put her in this group. Yeah, she's don't high level. High level. No, we're talking, I know. I'm we're just talking saying, average. I'm we're not talking saying, above average. We're talking right. just okay, average, average ass. Average ass coming in for a job. One in five employers have seen a Gen Zer do this. One more shot. Quit via text. No, they're, they're this in, the is in the interview. This is in the interview, Shaw. In the interview. Yeah, they're... we've had people quit. <laughs> in the interview? <laughs> right as soon as they were offered a job. Uh, call their mother. Ooh, very close. Ooh. Very close. One in five employers have seen a Gen Zer bring a parent to a job interview. Oh, my gosh. Not just they drop me off. But actually sit down in the interview? Yeah. Oh, come on. This is not a massive survey, but 800 U.S. managers and executives were surveyed about hiring. Okay. They, uh, and some of the results are, are kind of staggering here. 38% of employers avoid hiring recent college graduates in favor of older employees because Gen Zers aren't prepared. Well, they're young and experienced. Mm-hmm. Some other stats from this say that one in five employers have had a recent college graduate bring a parent to a job interview. Mom? Like stepbrothers. Why are you wearing a tuxedo? (laughs) Hello. According to 53% of these employers, recent college graduates struggle with eye contact during interviews. Others ask for unreasonable compensation. (laughs) Boy, that's shocking. Dress inappropriately. And use inappropriate language. 63% of employers say college grads come off as entitled. They also get offended easily, lack professionalism, don't respond well to feedback, lack work ethic and motivation, and cost too much to train. Well, why would you hire them then? Holy moly. Because you have to. Because you got, you need, yeah. you know, they're like a placeholder at this point, right? They're like a zero at the yeah. end of the... Equation. Now, I've had some really good interviews since last summer, even, and hired some really good people, people on the of that team. age. Yeah, and they've been they've been very respect. Now, I'm not expecting them to come in a suit and a tie for this job either. But you know, they looked nice at the interview. They handled themselves okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't see a parent. That's good. For instance, my mom is here. I hope that's cool. <laughs> there was no parents present in any of. Is the your mom that coming to work with you too every day, or mm-hmm, what's the sitch mm-hmm, here? Mm-hmm. That's a that's a. I tell you, if I not that I'm in in management, but boy, that would be a Huge red flag. 
can be weird. Relatively good at getting back to me with communications, whether that's email or text or however. Eye contact, I get it, right? Some people, it's difficult for them. They're young. Right, it's maybe not something they're comfortable with, right? Unreasonable compensation, you can see that, right? Uh, Shoot, can't half the shots you don't take. Exactly, (laughs) yeah, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. But I think there's also that sort of like, I don't really know what a job is supposed to pay me, right? They don't understand the economics of it all. They just see their friends on TikTok mm-hmm. showing their butthole and making a million dollars, you know, or Instagram or whatever the hell it is. The inappropriate dress, that's not surprising. Like I said, I they looked nice. They looked fine for this job. I wasn't expecting right. a suit and tie. But, dude, if I'm an HR manager and you show up with your mom or dad, like, am I supposed to fight your dad? <laughs> Something here? Is there some sort of battle for... Thankfully, none of the people brought parents. No, right. That wasn't a thing. Odd. Yeah, people. Why don't you go into management? Because management sucks. <laughs> and he has to deal with people, and I don't want to deal with people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's meetings. And- oh, God. Gag me with a spoon. Mm. Put on a show. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. Brought to you by Krat Lumber. But let's be honest, Shaw's the real star of the show. A 35-second shot got at least three people have been hospitalized after mistakenly eating colorful pods of liquid laundry detergent mm. that were distributed as a campaign freebie in Taiwan's presidential race. The victims apparently thought the pods... <laughs> vote, for, vote for summer, yes. here's some laundry detergent? Yeah. They thought the victims were candy. The pods came in partially clear packaging with photos of the Nationalist Party candidate and his running, running mate. Writing on the bag says each pod can wash up to 18 pounds of clothes. Those hospitalized included a man and a woman in their 80s who were released after having their stomachs flushed. Oh, that bad. Oh. Apologized for the incident. Vote for summer. You're right. I'm not voting for her. <laughs> uh, a guy in Alabama apparently had a few too many on New Year's and got himself stuck in a decorative urn. Oh, yeah, he did. Basically it, a big planter with no plant in it. Yeah, so it's shaped like a vase almost yeah. without the little, you know, so a vase comes up like this yes. and rounds at the top, and then there's usually like a little a lip of some a kind. Lip it goes up. There's no lip. It just sort of comes up and around, and he got in it, and he he, <laughs> he got in and like kind of was like like squinched down like, like this, this, like okay. kneeled into it. It's like me trying to get into a duffel bag. Yeah, and he couldn't get it. His name is Connor Pageant. He looks like he's in his early to mid-20s. He went to a party in Alabama. It may have been a work party because of how people were dressed up for it. Uh-huh. He thought apparently it would be funny to climb into the decorative urn outside and then crouch down inside it. Oh, he did. But crouch once he got up. in, he couldn't get out. Yeah, I can't yeah. get out. And a bartender at the party live tweeted the whole thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, one video shows him on his side, struggling to work his way out while people try to help him. At this point, he starts to get stressed and is no longer having fun. Oh, yeah. Uh, Can't they just smash it open? Or they, did. they did. Using a hammer, they chiseled him out. Uh, the bartender who live-tweeted it since said once the guy was out, he walked around the party without pants for a while. Yeah. may have lost them during the ordeal. Yeah. No pants there, dance. I don't there care. Is a fo- there is a photo of the guy posing with a broken urn, and he does have pants on in the picture, along with a fresh drink in his hand. He got himself a free uh, drink after that, or what? Well, I don't know if he had to pay for it or not, but he got a drink either pants way. Pants on the ground, pants on the ground, looking like a fool with your pants on the ground. I'm doing everything I'm doing. You got it, Connor. You got it. Yeah, you're gonna be there. 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 You're gonna be there
You know what I don't want after I get stuck in an urn at a company work party where everyone's drinking? What? Is my drunk coworkers going, we'll get you out. Right. No. Well, they did. No. They did. No. They uh, did. Call a professional. Get somebody with a Jaws of Life and a certification on how to use it. Not, to get stressed. not Steve from accounting and a I hammer. If I'm stressed. <laughs> While he was drunk. Steve is fine. He's whacking away at this thing. Walking around with no pants on afterwards. Uh, police in Florida just tracked down a 35-year-old man named Andrew Croswell who was involved in a hit-and-run crash last week. Mm-hmm. Andrew hit a bicyclist uh, and then drove off. Thankfully, the victim was not seriously hurt. When the cops caught up with Andrew, he said he didn't stop because he didn't think he had hit anyone. Yeah. When asked about the damage on his vehicle, He said he hit a curb. Now, cops suspected that Andrew may have had some drugs on him, Mm -hmm. and they got him to admit that he had some meth concealed on his body. He said it was, quote, between the cheeks and not the ones on his face. His butt cheeks? Yeah. He tried to, quote, jiggle it out while in handcuffs, (laughs) but that didn't work. So the cops freed one of his hands so he could (laughs) dig through his backside, and that's when the meth came out. He's facing charges of leaving the scene of a crash along with possession of methamphetamine. Is there anything on you, dude? Use your words. Here's things too. You can give it words. A quick notes. That means you have something. You just don't want to say it. We're going to find it. So you just help us out and just tell us, tell us where it's at. Is it in or between the cheeks? Between the cheeks. Okay. What kind of underwear are you wearing? So you'd be able to kind of like jiggle it out down your life course? Can you pick your butt with your hand? Hey, if we take him to jail, he admitted to having it. We'll let them know that he's got booty dope. Booty dope. Yeah, booty dope. That's a new one. Booty dope, Shaw. You ever heard it called no, booty dope? Is that cop code? Maybe it is. I, I can, like it. Can you put your finger up your butt and get it out that way? Ew. Jiggle it. Just, <laughs> one of those shots. Right. Got it up there with double-sided tape. It's going to take some effort. Man, oh, man. Try to jiggle it out. And we've been doing this bad news with happy news, happy music segment for a long time. And there have been some themes, you know, the guy who robs a bank and uses his pay stub as a stick-up note, you know, uh-huh. things uh-huh. like that. Yeah. This is new, though. Uh, a man has died after falling down a 130-foot hole that he dug under his kitchen floor after dreaming there was gold buried under his property in Brazil. 130 feet straight down? Yep. This wow. man lost his balance, plunged down the massive pit that he had excavated, which ended up being as tall as a 12-story building. That's uh, neighbors really say this guy had a prophetic is- dream and became obsessed with the idea that there was gold buried beneath his kitchen floor, and had spent more than a year digging for the treasure. Straight down. Yeah. One neighbor said he tried to tell the guy that you shouldn't do that. It's dangerous. But the man insisted, convinced he would reach the gold if he continued his search. Dude. Well, police responded to the home the other day after he had fallen. The elderly man's body was taken to a hospital. He fell in the hole? And yeah, he was he, elderly? How old is elderly? Uh, 71. 71-year-old guy dug a 130-foot hole? head injuries and broken legs and as well as other fractures. Hole. Oh, and was pronounced dead. Dude, oh. that is some karma. Was he digging to China? Is that the thing? No, like gold. He was looking for gold. I, I don't know how far down he thought it was, but apparently there was some talk that he was looking for some dynamite because there was a rock that was in his way. Uh, as he he got so far dig. down, he hit a rock, and then yeah. he said, I got to get this out the of The center my... of the earth. He was finding right? the... <laughs> what is going on? And then he fell into the hole and died. <laughs> That's a new one. You can go all the way out to your hole, Shaw. Yeah, you can go all the way out to your hole. Eight feet down to his hole. It's in the hole! That guy's in the hole. Yeah, he is. He fell in his own hole and then died. Wow. That is some... What is it with people digging holes lately? Right, that woman the other day, the the tunnel lady? Well, she was building like a... Prepper fortress or something, yeah. Yeah, this guy just... 
wanted to dig a hole. He had a For dream gold. that there was gold under there. Wasn't was there an episode of Seinfeld? Well, well, the one where George is dating his cousin, right? In the van? And the guy's out in the, the Central Park just digging holes? <laughs> Wasn't that part that. of it, right? I think that they're, that like gold mines are way deeper than that, though. I don't think this guy was going to find it. Well, he was looking for it. He wasn't done digging. Not awesome. Not great. The best is yet to come. A better than average. You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. Brought to you by Krat Lumber. Did you see this guy in Indiana crashed his truck back in, like, December and got stuck under the bridge there for like six days before they could get to him. Like would have died only because some guys were scoping out a fishing hole and they saw this dude and he got rescued. Do you see this thing? No. Oh, it's crazy. There's a 27-year-old guy in rural Indiana crashed his truck in December, went off a bridge, got pinned underneath it, survived for six days before somebody found him. Two guys were scoping out a fishing spot when they saw the wreckage and called it in. Holy the cops got there, and of course, they got the body cams on the whole time. The whole rescue is on video. His name is Matt Reham. He was in surprisingly good spirits when they got there. Hey, people, people here to save me. I was going to die, but you Clearly guys are no here. no to... phone or no signal or no, I mean, couldn't reach it or couldn't get to it. Or... Cracked a couple of jokes while the paramedics were treating him. Legs were pinned under his steering wheel for almost a week, and he had to have one of his feet amputated because of that. He's in good shape otherwise, just very happy to be alive. You stay there. We got medics coming, okay? Don't worry about nothing. We got you, buddy. We're going to get you out of here, okay? Go ahead and pull your left arm inside the vehicle for me. Jesus, how long has he been there? They said six or seven days. I have learned how to walk again with assistance uh, and a walker. And, you know, at 27, I never thought that it was going to be challenging for me to do that. But it is. Matt Reum is his name, R-E-U-M. If you want to give him a Google, this was in Portage, Indiana. The police department there releasing a bunch of videos from the five different officers that helped save his life back on December 26th. You crash your car. Six days later, it's past Christmas. Where's Matt? I don't know. A couple of guys out there just looking for an ice fishing spot. Found him. Where is Matt? Hang on, buddy. You stay there. We got medics coming, okay? Don't worry about nothing. Oof. Said he could wiggle his toes on his right leg, could feel his left leg above the knee. Firefighters assisting the officers, mm. taking apart the truck, administering a bag of fluids. Mm. They were able to get him out of there, get him on a stretcher. Riem said, quote, just don't take my pulse right now. It'll probably scare you. (laughs) Yeah, he cracked a little jokey joke. (laughs) On the lighter side of things, but still good news. Uh, A lot of truck drivers, maybe not a lot, but uh, many truck drivers have a a pet that they take with them on the road. Oh, yeah. Because it's Uh, very lonely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this truck driver uh, from Illinois uh, had a cat, a truck cat. And apparently it uh, got out. It escaped and went missing at a truck stop in Nevada. And it turned up five days later at a shelter almost 700 miles away in Wyoming. I had to go deliver to Walmart. So I had to leave and I was gone for about two and a half hours and came right back and then started looking for him again. And I had that whole night to look for him. But then the next day I had to go to California. She told me, you know, that they were in Rock Springs, Wyoming. And I was just like, okay, I'm not sure how we got there because we, he went missing in Fernley, Nevada. So he made it from one Flying J truck stop in Nevada 
all the way over to Wyoming. So he's he's had a heck of a trip just to get back home. <laughs> That's uh, Chad McIntyre talking about his right-hand cat, Tyler. Pictures and video of Tyler on the dash, hanging out, chilling in the sun while yeah. Chad's driving down yeah. the road, convoy, right? And uh, they think that he apparently escaped and hitched a ride with another truck driver. Sure. And that's and then got left in Wyoming. Yeah. Uh, the shelter there in Wyoming worked with volunteers, got the cat home in time for New Year's. So Chad's been reunited with Tyler. <laughs> Says it's nice to have that he's laying there in the passenger seat. And yeah, he doesn't talk back, but it's nice to have somebody something to talk to. Oh, I'm sure. I like it. No, I love it. Keep listening. More of the best of the morning sickness is coming up. Brought to you by Crack Lumber. Where's this coming from, man? 95.7 The Rock. One of them can have an entire conversation made up of movie quotes. I paid the fool. The other two usually have no clue what the f*** he just said. You like movies about gladiators? We love to party. I'll be back. Wednesday mornings at 8.15. Win Brian's morning show money. They're always after me, lucky charms. By playing You're Killing Me Shaws. You're killing me, Smalls. I want you to be nice. Until it's time to not be nice. 50 bucks up for grabs. My morning show money. It's getting up there, Shaw. Yeah, it is. Jean has no faith in you. She does not know how to whistle, <laughs> and she does not think you're going to get the movie quote. Okay. But as always, people who cannot whistle don't get a say <laughs> in how we play these games, Shaw. Whatever. They're freaks of nature. <laughs> Stop it. They belong on the top of the trash pile, right? Get rid of them. Can't whistle. What kind of human being can't whistle? Gene's opinion uh, is irrelevant. It's all about Caller 15 on the rock line. Who this? This is Mike. Mike, are you familiar with how this game is played? Yes, sir. All right, Mike, do you think Shaw's going to know the movie quote or not know the movie quote? I do not think he's going to know it today. You're going with no, and what are you going to do with $50 of my morning show money if you win, Mike? I would take the wife out on a date. Oh, man. That's nice. I can get behind that. That's that's cool. I really hope I can ruin date night for Mike and his (laughs) wife. I really do, Shaw. Gene has no faith in you. No. Nope. Neither does Mike, who just wants $50 of my money to take his wife out for dinner. Who doesn't? Why don't you get your own damn $50, Mike, and take your damn wife out instead of waiting for me to pay for your stupid dinner? Jeez. You ready, Shaw? I think so. All right, listen closely. One more thing. Eugene, give me that. If I ever find one of these lying around again, I swear to f- God. I will stop being so polite. Get the f*** out of my sight before I demolish you. Stage right, in order, now. I can still f***ing see you, mini-me. <laughs> you want to hear that again? I do, actually, yes. Not the most famous quote of all time, but I found it appropriate. One more thing. Eugene, give me that. If I ever find one of these lying around again, I swear to f- God, I will stop being so polite. Get the f- out of my sight before I demolish you. Stage right, in order, now. I can still see you, (laughs) mini-me. Do you want to hear it one more time, or are you good? I I think I'm good. You think you're good? Yeah, I think so. It sounds familiar. Are you familiar with the movie? I believe so. I think we may have just been talking of it the other day. And that movie would be? That would be Whiplash. I told you I was going to watch it, and I went home yesterday, and I watched it. Wasn't he great? It was awesome. Yeah? 
It was great. Uh, Shaw is correct. He knew the movie quote. It, it is the movie Whiplash. Mike, you don't get any of my money. You're you're gonna have to pay for your own damn date. So that was a movie uh, from a while. Like. It'll be it'll be sixty it'll be sixty bucks next week of my morning show money. But the reason why. Is because yesterday was his birthday, J.K. Oh. Simmons, the the actor who, of course, was uh, just speaking there. And he was in this movie Whiplash, I don't know, six, seven years ago. Uh, and Drummer. He was, Drummer. No, right? well, he's, so he's, he's the like, teacher. He's like a music teacher slash band leader, I don't know, uh, conductor, if you will, at a prestigious music school. And Miles Teller goes there to be a drummer. And his family doesn't support him. He gets a girlfriend, but he breaks up with her because he knows she'll be a distraction. And it's this crazy back and forth between him and Jay, uh, J.K. Simmons' character. Um, and eventually at the end, there's a sort of, it's a nice finish. Mm-hmm. Um, but he is just brutal. He to is these, absolutely And not just a Miles Teller. I mean, everybody, especially at the beginning. I think it's a trombone player who was off tune. And he goes, <laughs> he just hammers this kid. Oh, I was laughing so hard, Shaw. And that part there uh, that we heard was uh, they were getting ready to do a performance, and he was talking about these uh, books with all their 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 notes and stuff in them, and, and whatever. What the hell is that? Music sheet music or whatever it's yeah. called. And uh, he just swears and yells. And oh yeah, he swears a lot. Oh, it's glorious. It's my wheelhouse, man. <laughs> my wheelhouse. I thought you'd like that one. Yeah, and I, I again, I, I, you know me, I don't do these artsy fartsy. Oscar winner type film shots, not my jam. But as I mentioned, I was at a brewery and they had it on the TV and it was on closed captioning. And I saw the close and I'm like, is he really calling, saying those words? Because yes. it's worse than just the F word. I mean, he says some pretty, mm-hmm. pretty heinous things. And that's that's really where I, I like to live. Shaw is right around that. That's what drew you to it. The Mendoza line. You know what I mean? That's where I belong is where the where, where there's a lot of uh, powerful words being said. But uh, it was it was good. It was mm-hmm. good. And I. I. Now I want to. I'm, I'm actually today, this afternoon. One of my one of my little projects for myself is I'm going to go and do a little deep dive on the on the film itself and find out more about did Miles Teller actually play the drums? Mm. Did he learn to play the drums? I mean, like that sequence at the end is phenomenal. If you know anything about music and watching that and and who performed that, well, it couldn't have been Miles Teller, right? I mean, so. Was it from the back of his head? Where he no, but you see his hands, and he, it's like he's going as fast as you can humanly right. drum, and right. then he slows down to to almost a, a stop, and then picks it back up, and it's 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 phenomenal, it's unbelievable to watch. And so I, I'm I I don't know other than the actors that are in the movie and the swear words, I didn't know anything about it, so I'm going to go and read more about it today, Shaw. Well, sorry, Mike. Dinner's on you with your wife, I guess. Sixty bucks. Yeah, take her out anyway. Brian's morning show. Money. You can get a good dinner for fifty bucks for your own damn money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Nice little din-din. Saturdays from 6 until 10. It's the best of the morning sickness. The morning sickness. I like the morning show. They got some good comedy going on. It's hilarious. It's a good morning show. Brought to you by Krat Lumber. Premium products. Superior service since 1948. The best of the morning sickness. Only on 95.7. The Rock. Uh, When a dog decided to make a daring escape from his kennel for a midnight snack at an animal shelter in Arizona, Mm. police had to intervene. A husky named King apparently yearned to be free and fill his tummy while at this uh, animal shelter. Uh, Video cameras showed him getting out of his kennel uh, by opening the door with his paw. 
He walked out to the office, but not before trying to free some of his friends. Uh, there are other dogs in the same room with him. Video shows him keep trying to open up their kennels, too. Apparently, he really wanted to party with some friends. King then made his way down to the lobby with apparently one goal in mind, a midnight snack. He knocked over a container full of food, spilling it across the floor and chowed down. Now, the woman who runs the shelter was awakened when the dog triggered the building's security system, which sent an alert <laughs> to her home. Uh, she ended up calling police. They arrived and put King back where he belonged. The officer also decided to help clean the place up after noticing the dog had left a mess. More importantly, did King get any treats after he got out? More yeah. importantly than did that, he get, did he get adopted? King was adopted after Aww. this incident happened. So you know, that's I went a off, smart it was like, dog. You know, 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock in the morning, and I immediately looked to see what was going on and couldn't find anything happening. And then I, I saw the mess here, and I'm like, oh, my God. The police actually came because he set the alarm off, and it kept going off over and over again. I was looking at the footage the next morning, and I saw how clean it was, like at 2 in the morning. I'm like, how is that possible? I had no idea the office was going to clean up until the next morning I saw it. And I just was like, wow, what an amazing, little, amazing man, you know, he did that. King just wanted some treats. It's a smart dog, man. Yeah. Trying to help his buddies get out, too. Oh, yeah. Sure. Mm -hmm. Hey, guys, what are you doing? You want to get some treats? <laughs> Check it out, man. I'm free. A federal judge has issued an arrest warrant for a guy in Montana who failed to show up for his initial court appearance on charges of killing thousands of birds, including bald and golden eagles. Oh, boy. Another guy pleaded not guilty. These two men, working with others, killed about 3,600 birds on Montana's Flathead Indian Reservation and elsewhere over a six-year period starting in 2015. Hey. Eagles, man. They're accused of selling eagle parts on the black market. Whoa, that's so illegal. Holy yes. moly. The judge issued a warrant for Simon Paul after he failed to appear at his scheduled arraignment the other day. The two defendants are charged with a combined 13 counts of unlawful tracking of uh, trafficking, rather, of bald and golden eagles. Uh, they say that these uh, two, two men worked with others not named in the indictment to hunt and kill the birds, and at least in one instance, used a dead deer to lure an eagle that was then shot. The men then conspired to sell eagle feathers, tails, wings, and Whoa. other parts for significant sums of cash. They'll face up to five years in prison on each of those oh. violations. Feels like it should be longer. Right? Well, how, but they have a lot. Well, I know of they have a ton of violations, but still, like it feels wow. like that should wow, be wow, you know, wow. a bit more, you know, a bit more of a punishment. You sold my dead bird to a blind kid, Lloyd. The, 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 what do you? Yes. Petey didn't even have a head. A lot, a lot more money for those bald eagle yes. parts. Sure. I'm guessing. I can't. That's the other sad part. Some people the, are paying for that too. Well, there's black market for everything, I man. Guess, yeah. yeah. Awful. Uh, an elderly couple in South Carolina were found dead inside their home. And cops say the temperature on the heater. This is, I don't know, how did it get this? I don't know. Was 1,000 degrees. I thought it was a misprint. Yeah. What? I, I looked at, I'm like, okay, maybe 100, but I saw it this morning and I'm like, 1,000? I didn't know it went that high. Police in Spartanburg, South Carolina, were conducting a welfare check when they entered the home, which they described as extremely hot. The family of the deceased had told police they had not seen their parents since Wednesday. When officers arrived, all the doors to the home were locked, but the window leading into the victim's bedroom was not secure. They removed the screen and looked into the bedroom and spotted the couple dead. Police or Firefighters found the heater in the basement was extremely hot, with a temperature reading inside the heater of over 1,000 degrees. What kind of heat? Is it gas? Is I it propane? Know. Is it a... I'm not sure. I, 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 inside yeah. the heater, but inside the not house. Not in the house, yeah, right, but right. still, that's got to be... But the interior temperature of the monoxide. home 
exceeded 120 degrees even after the home was open to cold weather for about 20 minutes. Oy. Medics measured the body temperatures of the victims with a device that reaches up to 106 degrees. Both victims exceeded that rating. The couple identified as an 84-year-old woman and an 82-year-old man. Uh, family members said they were at the home just a couple days earlier to help their parents with the heater, as they said both the oh, gas heater, so there you go, and the hot water heater were both out, and the home was getting cold. Family members told police that they fiddled with a wire until the pilot light came on and then left. So How does that even happen? Right? Well, the thing runs constantly, I'm I guess. I'm surprised it didn't explode. Uh, yeah, I don't know how you don't Not have a, heat. A, a, an exp- or a fire or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like a, That's nuts. Yeah. I'm ready to rock when you are, so let's do this. It's the best of the morning sickness. Good morning. Brought to you by Krat Lumber. Premium products. Superior service since 1948. The best of the morning sickness. Only on 95.7 The Rock. When was the last time you got a perfect night of sleep? Mm, a couple nights ago, I slept really well. I slept a, through the night. A work night? I Yeah, I think it was, actually. Really? Yeah. So even getting... What time do you get up? 3? 3.30? Um, yeah, quarter to 4. Quarter to 4? Okay. Because yeah. you're in here by like about 4.30 every day. Yeah. Gene, last time you got a perfect night of sleep, what I, year was it? I was just going to say, wow, <laughs> I have zero idea <laughs> what how, that would how be. How often do you think you get a perfect night of sleep, Shaw? Rarely. I mean, I usually wake up at least once, you know, whether to go to the bathroom or just a dream or whatever. Gene? How many do I... How often do you think you get a perfect night of sleep? I, Not I enough know. to remember? Yeah, maybe, maybe a handful of times a year. The average American gets a perfect night of sleep 132 times a year. Who are these people? I don't know, but I want their life. Tired. I want their life. Yeah. (laughs) Did we look at the age group here? (laughs) Uh, New research says the average American gets a perfect night's sleep 132 times a year, and we get a good night's sleep 120 nights a year. That leaves 113 nights, which are either bad sleep or where you don't get any sleep at all. Apparently, those numbers are higher than I would have thought. I'm shocked to read this because I I never get a perfect night's sleep. I would say that never happens. Those are very opposing things, too. You're saying a perfect night or no, a terrible night. There isn't a lot of like, eh, it was all right. <laughs> uh, 36% middle. of your of your nights are perfect sleeps, while 33% are good sleeps, and then 31 are bad sleeps, which seems completely juxtaposed, right? Seems backwards. Uh, bad sleeps can be disruptive. 50, uh, 65% of people in this survey... Uh, say that a bad night's sleep is enough to ruin the whole next day. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Going to work dragging ass. Mm -hmm. Stress and anxiety about health and upcoming tasks are the main reason that people think they're struggling to sleep. People also uh, try things like reading, drinking warm milk, CBD products, melatonin, uh, all that uh, to get some Z's, but only 28% of people say they have a solution that's, quote, very effective. The melatonin no longer works. Really? Yeah, I, I think it was more of a placebo effect for mm. me. You know, you take a couple of those and you're like, oh, yeah, this is great. And then it, you don't really, <laughs> nothing really happens. There's some magnesium gummies that are supposed to be helpful, too. Really? Mm-hmm. My wife takes those once in a while. How many does she take in a one? Yeah, I think, it's, time? Just, I okay. think it's just one, yeah. Up the dose, maybe take two, three. <laughs> have you tried one of them? I have not, no. You got a go-to move if you need a perfect night's sleep, Shaw? No, I just hope. <laughs> <laughs> just hope I can sleep through the night. Gene, I'm sure you got nothing. Uh, 
melatonin sometimes. Yeah. We've got a massage chair at our house, so that uh, I tend to sit in that thing, like, after we eat dinner. If we're downstairs watching TV or whatever, I'll sit in that for about, I don't know, 20 minutes, half hour, and that's a nice, relaxing, you know, half hour before going to bed. Used to be going in the, uh, going in the hot tub, but we haven't done that very much. It's just tough to, like, go outside when it's this kind of weather, get in the hot tub, and then get out, and you're soaking wet, and then it's cold, and you're sort of like, oh, now I'm awake again. <laughs> backwards. Ryan. Ryan. Gene. Gene. Shaw. Shaw. And when you want the job done right, you go to the best. You're listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. Brought to you by. Brought to you by Krat Lumber. No, it's not Halloween, but it's creepy AF, Shaw. What's that? What is a couple in the UK remodeling their home. We were talking about this last week. Remodeling your home, things mm-hmm. you find in the wall. Yeah. What'd they find? Creepy ass haunted doll. Ooh. Oh no. Oh yeah. In the wall? Oh yeah. In the attic. I think there's a movie about that. Named Annabelle, maybe? Or? There's a lot of movies about mm-hmm. creepy haunted dolls. Now. I will say their accents are thick, so it's a little difficult to understand them. But here is a couple of clips of this couple from the UK uh, who have found a creepy doll in the attic, in the wall, not just up in the attic, in the wall. The case had a brand name of Ramoa, and it is a vintage case. So within the first case, there was, in fact, another case. Within this case, there was a strange doll. I mean, it's nothing from a horror movie or anything out of the ordinary, but it is a really strange doll. It's a a little bit weird. Very disturbing doll. So there's a series of TikTok videos uh, of this couple that are remodeling their house. They're renovating. And they found a metal suitcase tucked away deep inside an attic wall. And as Gene asked last week, how do these things end up inside the wall? Mm Mm-hmm. Somebody put them there. Now, when it comes to things like newspapers and maybe bills, as we know, you know, insulation wasn't what it is now back then. So maybe they were stuffing in there. But this looks purposeful. Yeah. Uh, They found the metal suitcase and inside, of course, a creepy old doll was inside of the suitcase. Here's another clip from one of their videos. Since finding this disturbing doll, we have noticed a few strange things occurring directly underneath where the doll was found. The electrics, for instance, have started to flicker. Also, the thermostat has been making some questionable noises. So we decided to look through some of your guys' comments and we saw that a lot of you were saying it was a toilet roll holder doll. And it matched our lovely pink 1960s toilet suite. She has found a new home for now, but we're not entirely sure what we're doing with her. So apparently they used to make dolls that held rolls of toilet paper. Hmm. The dress of the doll hides a roll of oh, toilet paper. I know what they're talking about. Is it crocheted? And because they, they But why would it be in a metal suitcase and why would it be in the wall? That I don't know. But I do know what she's talking about. They were like kind of like a almost like a Barbie where the 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 body of it would go through the set and then they had the, like a big crocheted dress shaw okay. where the bottom of the the gown would be what would be covering the toilet paper. I I have seen those. I don't know if that's what she is, but Yeah, uh stone stack underscore renovation uh on TikTok. 
also on Instagram. And you can uh, watch the videos if you want to take a look. But uh, what does this... that have to do with their electricity going in and out, though? That's where I'm. Well, that's why they think it's haunted. <laughs> that's why I'm they leaving. said that. A... But not only did they find this creepy ass doll in a suitcase in the wall while they're renovating the attic, but then afterwards, all these weird things start to happen in their home. Nope. You can't get rid of those things either. They they come back. I've seen those movies, Shaw. You throw them in the trash, next thing you know, they're in your closet again. Yep. Don't go anywhere. Another dose of the best stuff from the morning sickness is on the way. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. The best of the morning sickness. Brought to you by Kraft Lumber. Only on. Favorite station. 95.7. The Rock. A man in Oregon who was legally declared dead by the county medical examiner was found alive months later. 23-year-old Tyler Chase was declared dead from a drug overdose in September of last year. Turns out Chase is alive and well, and now the medical examiner's office has admitted to the mistake and is promising to make changes. Hope. Uh, this guy had been living in a recovery program for the past several months after struggling with substance abuse. Uh, he learned that he was legally dead when he tried to sign up for some food assistance benefits. <laughs> uh, they started investigating when he gave them his social security number, and they're like, can, can we see your ID? Uh, and right, then they like look the at the screen feelings. and says, says, here, you're dead. Uh, what Chase didn't know is that his family had received a formal death certificate and an urn full of a stranger's ashes. Oh, snap. Uh, they apparently, this somebody who was in the same recovery center that he was had stolen his wallet. That guy uh, is the guy who was found dead, and they oh, just assumed man. it was him it was because, him because he, had he had his driver's license. This guy here is dead. We'll cross him off right. then. <laughs> I'm not dead. Yeah. He says he's not dead. Yes, he is. I'm not. No, not. I'm over here alive. That guy, the dead guy, got my wallet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now they got some strangers earning their house, too. Yep, apparently. Oh, I mean, man. I'm sure they're happy that I, their son is, in yeah. fact, alive, but nonetheless. Did he end up getting that food assistance? I don't know if he ever oh, got the benefits. I'm really yeah. concerned about that. Military police in Canada are threatening to charge a sex worker who offers discounts to Canadian soldiers. Now they're warning troops to stay away from the woman. But such efforts have backfired, and sex worker Christina Leah Gilchrist says she's being inundated with messages from military personnel interested for the free in the services she provides. That's yeah, exactly they put what it she out said. there, and now people know. The selling of sex in Canada is legal, but military police allege this woman broke the law with the unlawful use of military uniforms. In some of her ads, she's apparently wearing military attire, uh, so they say that's what makes this illegal. Is they, it commissioned military attire, or is it something she bought from, like, a costume shop? Yeah, yeah it's a costume, yeah. Okay, then, then that's illegal. Legal in Canada too, but the porn you well, can have the sex. To argue but you, that it is. But so the sex is legal. Sex is legal in Canada, but you yeah. can't wear the the uniform. All According right, gotcha. To them. All right. Uh, so they warned the troops to stay away from the sex worker. Right. Well, <laughs> well you know what that listen. doesn't do. Right. That just lets those guys. That's oh, resulted in a, a booming worker? business for her. Yes. Wo- for her, uh, this woman, traffic to her website sky- skyrocketed to ten thousand views over a three day period. Uh, she said they gave me all this free publicity. Yeah. She offers a twenty five percent discount for military. Personnel. Hell yeah. They have she to got show an their ARP military ID discount cards. too? Does she got an ARP card discount? No, she's a or patriotic. Just, military. just patriotic. Yeah. yeah. She's like that uh, that bank that only yeah. military veterans can get there into, right? The Gronk commercials. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you serve? No, but I still get that discount. 25% off. Right? It's a hell of a you deal. save money where you can, you know? Yeah, dude. Uh, if you think that soap opera storylines are too sensational to happen in real life, well, you don't know enough 
people who watch those shows. Mm. A 64-year-old grandmother in Massachusetts named Roxanne Doucette tried to poison her husband because she had a new man waiting in the wings. And that man was? Soap opera star Thorsten K. of The Bold and the Beautiful. Oh. Apparently some scammer was texting this woman pretending to be Thorsten, and she believed it was real. Oh, boy. Apparently because she's such a big fan of the show. One message said, you have to get rid of your husband, honey. I need you so much. Uh, that's when she hatched a plan. She apparently made a soup and put some kind of a poison in it uh, in hopes of killing him. Uh, the husband did have some kind of a medical event, uh, but she ended up calling 911, and he's since recovered and will be fine. What the hell are you calling 911? Are you trying to kill the well, guy? I think she had a change of heart at the oh, last okay. minute. It All didn't right. take long for police to zero in on this woman, and she's been charged with attempted murder. Yeah. It's un- unclear what kind of soup she made and what she spiked the potion with. Like a Lifetime movie. Yeah, when I saw the picture, I was like, oh my gosh, Ridge from Bold and Beautiful. I was like, oh my gosh, what am I reading right now? This cannot be real. What did she use, you know? Was it rat poisoning? Was, you know, gosh, it's like scary. (laughs) Whoa. Right? (laughs) And what's a worse scenario on an airplane? Oh, they're all bad. The door plug ripping off at 16,000 feet? That's bad. Or this. Uh, Someone on Reddit posted about a recent Delta flight from Alabama to Atlanta Mm -hmm. that was less than great. 20 minutes into the flight, a terrible stench spread through the cabin, and no one knew what it was until they landed and deplaned. Because as they were getting off, they spotted a seat uh, covered in feces. It turned out one of the passengers had soiled themselves and apparently just decided to sit in it for the entire one-hour flight. I'll take that over the person who got up and walked around with it, like the one that we saw a couple of months ago. Remember that one? They were. They had diarrhea all over the plane. It was all up and down oh, the yeah, aisles yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, the, it, look, dude, I get it. It's it, you don't want it at all, but at least you're keeping it on. I wouldn't want to be the person next to you either. No. I certainly would change seats. Uh, somebody posting on Reddit who was on the airplane with him said the substance in question was quote on the seat spread out like peanut butter. They said they watched the person <laughs> leave the plane and sprint straight to the airport well, restroom yeah, once they landed. Of course, what are they supposed to do about right. it on the plane? No, I'm ta- I'm taking uh, I'm taking the poop stuff over the do- the door plug ripping off yeah. at sixteen thousand feet, Shaw. <laughs> I'll take the it's poop It's a matter stuff. of personal preference. You know? I, it's gross. I don't want it. Trust me, I'm not like I'm not paying extra for that, yeah, but, but I'm, I'm definitely taking that over. The plane's intact. The, the plane is intact, right. and it, it took off, and it landed as it was supposed to, as opposed to the door plug ripping off. I'm right. taking the poop. Your shirt getting ripped off by the suction of yeah. the air with the door. Uh, no, thank no. you. No, I don't want that either, but I don't I don't know what that person's supposed to do. What choices are they supposed well, to make? Well, you're supposed right to get there. up and go to the laboratory. Well, how about, yeah, go to the bathroom, clean oh. yourself up. I Again, don't know that I you think, can if that's the situation. Well, if you have a situation, you have to tell one of the stewards, look, Please, man, I've got diarrhea. blanket here or something. Well, or... I've got diarrhea. I need to use one of the, you know, they, they you know, look, I'm going to be in there for a while. I'm sorry, but I've got, you know, it's either that or it's all over the plane. Which one do you want? Right. Alabama to Atlanta. Short flight. Maybe they just <laughs> thought, you know what? I can just brave this. I can do, I can sit here and just, Ugh. we're almost to the. Or maybe End maybe zone. maybe airlines should start handing out diapers instead of peanuts. Ah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Gosh. Like adult diapers, Shaw. So that Gross. if you want to poo your pants and pee yourself. I don't think they wanted to. Then it's really. self-contained and then you uh, it's a problem you deal with Didn't as opposed to choice. everyone else. No choice in the matter. From what I've seen in the commercials on TV, the technology with these adult diapers is extremely advanced. <laughs> they pour a whole pint of water in there, Shaw, <laughs> and it just leaks. keeps on ticking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Dude, I love the when you're going down the aisle at the grocery store and you see the depends and it's mm. like some chiseled dude. You know what I mean? Some like 30 year old dude with abs and pecs and <laughs> he's just not- like this and he's smiling and happy. Like, that ain't who's wearing diapers, dude. It's people that look like me, <laughs> fat and out of shape and have bowel problems. Not this guy. Brian, Gene, and Shaw get their best stuff every Saturday morning. Brought to you by Krat Lumber. All systems go. The best of the morning sickness. Only on 95.7 The Rock. Good way to bookend the week talking about the Consumer Electronics Show. We discussed this earlier this week. The uh, Alexa toilet that can wash your backside for you. So there's other other kind of dude. Some of these stuff? I gotta I gotta be honest. Some of these I'm interested in. Okay, one in right. particular. Some of the other products that have been unveiled at the Consumer Electronics Show in Vegas this week, which comes to an end today, by the way. Uh, Samsung has a robot helper. <laughs> this one I'm not interested in. FYI, well, it apparently follows you around and watches you sleep, and it learns like your habits, and so that it can eventually help you. Similar to like, uh, huh? what's that? What's that movie with Will Smith with the robots? I Robot. Mm-hmm. Isn't that? Didn't they make a book out of that? How is it helping me? Is it folding laundry? <laughs> I don't know what it does. I didn't go. I didn't go very far with the whole robot helper thing. I didn't. I'm not interested in it, so I didn't click the link and go down the rabbit hole. But apparently, it's a robot helper. Follows you around, watches you sleep. I think it learns your patterns, and then it can eh, assist you. I don't you need in anything watching no, me sleep. No. But if it was like following me around and like picking doing, up what I dropped, yeah, sure. doing stuff. This one's for you, Gene. You ready for this? I think so. A new mirror that can tell you uh-uh. if you're stressed out. <laughs> Every mirror shows me that. Gene, do you need help finding out if you're stressed or not? So it do you go- need a mirror to go, hey, Gene, you look stressed. I don't think I do. It can also apparently tell if you're sick. Some sort of AI learning mirror. Mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the most stressed of them all? Nice. Why, it's Gene. It's you, Gene. It's you. You're the most stressed. This is the one I want, Shaw. This is interesting. Okay. Uh, I don't know when it happened or how it happened. There's a very funny meme about this. Uh, you're uh, One day you're going out to the bars and you're, and you're hitting on chicks, and the next day you're interested in the bird population in your backyard. <laughs> and you don't know really where it happens. There's no right. starting point. It how just sort of happened. Now I've got a bird feeder and I've got a suet thing and we're watching the birds. Mm. I couldn't tell you what any of the birds are except for the cardinal because it's, you know, obvious. They have bird-watching binoculars at the Consumer Electronics Show that identify the birds for you. Mm. So the binoculars have some sort of technology. Some display or something? I guess that, like, when you zoom in on the bird, it can tell you what it is. There's apps that do that, too, on your phone. Yeah, I tried that with the plants because... Trying to figure take out a what picture of it, it'll tell you what it dude, is. Dude, those things suck. They never work right. Mm-hmm. I I gotta be honest. I mean, you know, I'm glad they exist and all that stuff, but I've never had any luck with those plant ones. Uh, here's another one. If you're into speaking of plants, uh, pots that make your plants move when you touch them, which I don't quite understand. Like, is that some sort of like, like they dance for me? Dance for me, plants. <laughs> like I'm having a relationship with. Uh, like, if you live alone and all you have is plants, and you touch the plant and it moves, it sort of like makes you feel good that the plant's interacting with you. Uh, it also begs for water when they need it. That I can. Hey, you forgot about me. <laughs> Over here. Over here. <laughs> Is it going to hook up with the robot helper and find its way into your bedroom like a cat and then get on top of your head in the middle of the night like, hey, dude, 
You forgot the water main. No, but it, like going back to the first thing you talked about, that robot helper, if that thing just watered my plants when I needed them watered, then that's helpful. And we have discussed uh, things that operate while you're sleeping in the past. Our friend Mike from BeerMoneyGames.com even created a video of our discussion about the uh, AI comforter, Shaw, which is on our YouTube channel if you want to check that out. You Brilliantly remember. done, by the way. Yeah. His, Artistically. Yeah, his job on that was fantastic. Thank you, Mike. But uh, so years ago, a couple of years back, we talked about a comforter that is connected to the Internet and can uh, help regulate the heat in your in your bed. Can be it's sort of like these beds, you know. One side can be cool, or one mm-hmm. side can be warm. One side can be, you know, you know, firm. Or now there is apparently a pillow that will move your head around to stop you from snoring. Uh, okay. So rather than the, like, if you don't have a bed, or you don't want to spend the thirty five hundred or four thousand dollars or whatever it costs for one of these beds that moves around, you can get a pillow that I guess will sense when you're snoring and then move. To help you stop snoring. Better than your spouse elbowing you in the gut going, hey, (laughs) roll over. My wife has learned to just get up and go in the other room, which is fantastic for me because I wake up in an empty bed. Hey, roll over. And she's comfortable in the other room. But this just rolls you over. I don't know. But much like the comforter, Shaw, you know me, I'm out on this kind of technology. The the pillow will kill me in my sleep. It will it will hook up to Skynet. It will kill me in my sleep. But these binoculars that can tell me what birds are fancying my backyard. (laughs) I would like some of them be kind of cool. The issue is that the bird feeder is not far enough to need the binoculars. I'd have to stick it way out at the end of the backyard. Then they could come into play. But uh, those are just some of the things that got unveiled this week at the Consumer Electronics Show in Vegas. Again, the uh, voice-activated bidet from Alexa Mm -hmm. washes your rear end for you. The see-through TV, we talked about that one. And this little robot helper that follows you around and watches you sleep. Awakening. You wanted the best. You got it. You, you gave got, him, you a, got present. him a present? Multiple presents, but the big one, the big present he took. Which was? It was a scrapbook that someone made for me with pictures of all the stuff. Of you and Pat together? You yeah. guys are so oh good, man. Oh, my God, you are kidding me. The best of the morning sickness. Every Saturday from 6 until 10 a.m. Brought to you by Krat Lumber. Packers taking on the Cowboys on Sunday, 3.30 on Fox. And just like every football fan, a woman in Texas named Mackenzie Waters and her husband sit in front of the TV, watch the Cowboys diligently, and her husband has many different reactions to the game and to the action on the field. And to make things a little more fun, Mackenzie has made a bingo card <laughs> for her husband's reactions. I love that. His go-to moves when he watches the Cowboys, like making the first down gesture. Okay, does that. Or yelling, let's go! Yeah, well, there's got to be that. Jumping up and down, maybe? She also turned it into a drinking game. Takes a drink each time she crosses one off the bingo card. Video of her with her bingo card and her husband blowing up on TikTok after ESPN shared it. And here's uh, just some of the squares that she came up with. Because okay. obviously the bingo card, you could have a lot of different squares here. 
Uh, when he makes a, touch, a touchdown oh, he gesture. Does, he does, actually does that. Yeah, huh? touchdown. Yep. Well, yeah. Who touch- doesn't? Touch him! I can make one out of Packer fans, man. I've seen a few. Somebody does a little spin. They got an air horn. I saw one lady got an air horn at her house down in her little Packer basement. Uh, he pretends to throw the flag. Throw the flag. Throw the flag. Throw okay. the flag. He yells, get him! A lot of yelling. A lot of yelling. A lot of yelling. The quiet clap. Right? So they can hear you on the TV when you're clapping. Another one of her bingo card... Squares. Squares is when he yells, why? 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 What? Come on, Why, Mike man. McCarthy? Why? This is a good one. <laughs> Another one of the squares on her bingo card while watching her husband watch the Dallas Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Head down, eyes closed. Oh, defeated? The look of defeat? Or maybe praying. Maybe the hands are clasped. Right? Another yelling one. What are you doing? Oh, yeah. Come on. Think. Everybody Use your that. head. What is this happening here? This is a good one. <laughs> when he gets up and walks down the hall. This is my, that was my mother when she could do that. Get up, down, up, down, up, down. Walk Get away the from the go TV. Gotta go. Gotta, gotta clear my head. Clubbing down, up and down. Cross his arms. Yeah. I'm angry now. Is there a head shake involved? Yeah. Is there no drinking or eating with these? These are all just kind of body well, movements. It's a, it's a, no, it's a drinking game. Each no, time, each he time he like crack a beer isn't on there. Well, they may be, but these are just some of the selected ones Got that uh, uh, aggressively pets dog. <laughs> Come over here. Right. You? I need to. Yeah. I need to <laughs> occupy myself with something. Bring the dog over here so I can, or maybe he's happy, right? And the dog is part of the celebration there, right? Maybe that's the deal. Like, yeah, boy, all right, yeah, talk to him. You're a good things? boy, no? aggressively good boy. If you do get a bingo, you have to chug the rest of your drink, according to Mackenzie Waters and her bingo card of her husband and his reactions to the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> my, if my wife made one of me when the Patriots were in there. In the last 20 years? Oh, no. A lot of yelling. A lot of standing, a lot of air kicks, a lot of biting. Air kicks? Yeah. You would do that? Oh, yeah. I'm an air kicker. I like kicking air. Yeah! Karate? A little karate action, a little kung fu man. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Did you say biting? Yeah, I bit Spaz once when he was on the toilet at my house during a, I think it was a Super Bowl. TMI, Brian. Door didn't have a lock on it. He was in there and TMI, Brian. I ran in there. They must. I don't even remember what the hell happened. I ran in there. He'll tell you all about it. I don't remember much. I was into the Jameson at that point. Yeah. <laughs> when I get into the Jameson, it's lights out, man. Lights out. Football cowboy bingo. Third and 14. What are we doing? I've been watching f- football games with him for seven years now, and he's been reacting the same way for seven years. Mm-hmm. So I just thought it would be fun to show everybody, you know, the silly things that he does during games. We had talked about it before uh, and just how predictable I am. And so we kind of thought it'd be a funny idea if we pieced it together just to see how well she actually knew me. That's a waifu. Maybe didn't like the Cowboys and was forced mm-hmm. and subjected to watching the Make it fun team. for her. Make it fun for her. Right. Have a little more vested interest in the whole damn thing. Morning, everyone. All the stuff you missed this week from the morning sickness. Rewind. It's the best of the morning sickness. 
Brought to you by Crap Lumber. Only on 95.7 The Rock. Well, the Gambia national football team suffered a horrendous ordeal while traveling to the 2024 Africa Cup of Nations with their flight forced to make an emergency landing due to an oxygen supply failure on board. Uh, several of the te- members of the team and coaching staff came down with strong headaches and bouts of dizziness despite being assured the plane was safe to fly. Less than 10 minutes after takeoff, the pilots were forced to make a U-turn and head back to, uh, as those in the cabin began to faint and complain of extreme heat. Uh, they say, as soon as we entered the small plane, we noticed the immense heat that left us dripping in sweat. Mm. It was assured to us by the crew that the air conditioning would start once we were in the sky. However, the inhumane heat mixed with the occurring lack of oxygen left many people with strong headaches and extreme dizziness. Many people started falling asleep just minutes after entering the plane. When it got into the air, things got worse. The pilot, with no other option, decided to turn back and make an emergency landing. The head coach of the football team believes everyone on board would have died had the plane not made the decision to return for an emergency landing. Come on, Cohagan, you got what you want. Give these people air. Give them the air. They need the oxygen. Do they need the air? Do they need the air? Give them the air. That's unnecessary. They're still trying to figure out what caused the lack of oxygen and cabin pressure. Well, they were on Mars. No. And when you go outside on Mars, Mars, there's no air. There's no air. Mm -hmm. Right, Gene? That's not it. No, these people were in a plane. There should have been air. That might be the greatest Arnold impersonation you've ever heard. Do they need the air? Do they need the air? Do they need the air? Give them the air. You know who needs the air? You. Is that? Is this- Do you hear Gene's inhale after the first, do they need the air? Listen closely. I just noticed it. After all the years of playing this shot, listen closely. The first time she says, do they need the air? She goes, <laughs> takes a huge inhale. Listen closely to the big snort. Do they need the air? Do they need the air? Did you hear that? Give them the air. I did hear that. Is this All work week over yet, Sean? rattling is around this... in that big honker. <laughs> Full five days this week, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Long week, right? <laughs> I'm punchy, man. I got a lot of drugs in me right now. Glendale, Arizona. Firefighters rescued a pet goat from a roof. The Aww. Glendale Fire Department called to rescue a rooftop rodeo. Photos shared by the fire department show the goat on top of a rooftop overlooking the neighborhood. The firefighters were able to corral and reunite the goat. It's like Green Bay. With its owner. Right. Or yeah, Door it's County. Like Door, Door County. County. Door yeah, County. Yeah, get like that the, goat up there on the roof. Al Johnson's restaurant. Oh, that's so wimpy. Come on. Give it all you got. Go. <laughs> if you saw the goat cam up there and he was jealous. Love that yes. goat. Love him. And this is a crappy way to end this segment, Ooh. but here we go. A YouTube wannabe has ended up in police custody and confessed to his crimes after his foul play went too far. It's not unusual to see content creators do some weird stuff yeah. online as they compete for attention. Well, and they also like to do it on unsuspecting victims. And that's what this guy did. Uh, this guy in uh, Brussels uh, is a YouTuber who was apprehended after pouring buckets filled with feces, oil, and food onto the heads of unsuspecting victims. I'm the potty pooper. The YouTuber named Yanike has recorded several videos where he pours buckets of filth over people on city trains in Brussels. 
The videos are all called Surprise Du Chef. And the latest one is, is showing this guy mixing a bucket with different liquids, including caca de chien, which translates to <laughs> dog poop, before pouring it over the head of an unsuspecting person on a train. Well, that's just an attack. He I mean, was later like arrested and yeah. charged for assaulting yeah. battery as yeah. well as damaging property. Uh, apparently, the idea was to post it on social networks to get as many likes as possible. That guy should be banned from yeah, social that's media just, for that's life. Just, mm-hmm. That has nothing to do with getting anything. That's assault. <laughs> that's Maybe bury him under that the, simple. the prison as well. People like Give that. taste of his own medicine. Well, well people like that shouldn't be in public. Shouldn't be allowed to. Right. you got to know that that's like super illegal and you're attacking people. Well, there's health concerns, obviously. <laughs> yes, all that. Look, if you walk by somebody in the mall and you hit them with one of those like uh, confetti cannons. You ever seen one of those things? I know what you mean. They're like handheld, and you pull the thing, and it pops out confetti, and they, oh, right. no harm, no foul. All right? Unless the lady has a heart attack, right? <laughs> Done that to people all, you know, poke, but jump out from behind something, like you scare posterize them. Posterize somebody, we've done yeah, that. Yeah, 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 we've done those things. But, like, dumping fecal matter on people, that's a whole other yeah, level that's a different of level. disgusting. Mm-hmm. Bad news, happy music. Boy, you saved yeah, that one. I know, huh? I did. Thanks. Let that settle for a bit. You got plans to travel this weekend, John? <laughs> I do not. I'm not going anywhere other than maybe to a grocery store on the way home. Yeah. yeah. You got uh, football food plans? Gene didn't have any football food plans. Um, Can you believe it? All this football this weekend all the football and all, this the, weekend. all the snow and the weather and she didn't have any plans? I'm making for... bolognese tomorrow. I'm not sure that's Whoa, football From food. scratch? From scratch, yes. Yeah. Maybe I'll do chili now that I'm thinking Good about call. it. Yeah. Is there going to be enough bolognese over there for... Oh, I'll make a big batch. You want some? For extra? Sure. I can come over. I'll bring you some. I got a lot of TVs, Shaw. We got a lot of rooms. You and I, we could sit around and watch the football games in our underwear. Yeah, but it's so cold in your house. That's nice. Compared to outside, if it's 63 in my house, mm-hmm. which it is right now, and it's 40 below outside... It's a 100 degree difference. It's going to feel pretty damn good inside, <laughs> yeah, ain't it? Yeah, good point. Right? Just bring your own blankies. We got plenty of extra blankets. Show we got a big. I got a big one. You and I, we can snuggle underneath <laughs> it. We're good. Watch football. You got to remember too. I'm fat. I'm big and fat. Yeah. You're skinny and little, and so I don't require as much heat. True. I get cold easily. I got some good beers in my fridge. I got some fest beers left over. Mm. Yeah. Beers, food, football, football, football bloodies. I got those big giant uh, Brussels sprouts. I told Gene about. Uh huh. I got. I'll send you. I'll include you on this picture, dude. I got Brussels sprouts from a guy uh-huh. at the Kringle Market. There. Yeah. They're as big as your fist. Oh man. And in comparison to the Brussels sprouts you get normally on the mm-hmm. shelves, it's it's night and day. I'll send you the picture All this right. weekend. It's crazy. Missed it? Download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957therock app.